Welcome back to Budgeting Breakdown. Wow, it's been a while since I've recorded anything for you. And my most sincere apologies. I've had lots and lots of projects I've been working on. As an English teacher, I spend time uh, doing school visits, different promotions, uh, lots of teacher meetings, uh, planning new programs and events. And I'm now back with you. Um, yeah, I just I just wanted to say, uh, as you remember from our last podcast back last year, also for for the fact that it's a new year, yeah, Happy New Year. I know it's March. How crazy is it to say Happy New Year when we're already like twenty percent through the through the year? That's crazy, huh? Twenty percent. Anyway, um, yeah, check out your progress on Twitter. <laughs> Anyway, today I'd like to talk about a few principles uh, on budgeting, and specifically, more importantly, uh, how we can avoid living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, I am no Jesse Meekum. I have no, you know, I, I enjoy wa- uh, listening to his podcasts and watching his programs. Um, actually, uh, there are some others like His and Her Money, Money Mustache, so many that do a much better job than I at explaining some things. However, I just wanted to share my own experience. You know, one reason why I haven't uploaded for a long time, one, one reason specifically also is just the fact that I, I don't, I haven't been able to stick to my budget. And yet I'm a budgeting, someone saying budgeting breakdown, right? So I would hope this would be more more of a down-to-earth way where if we make mistakes or if we have issues, if we can't st- stick with our budget, you know, I'm here for you, right? And and we can pick up the pieces together and move on. And so I think it, uh, this is more like a practical approach to budgeting as well. Um, so specifically today, uh, let's talk about the idea paycheck to paycheck. I've heard that about 85%, could be even up to 90% of people, even in the U.S. and even around the world, lots of people, thousands and thousands, millions of people live paycheck to paycheck, some out of necessity, but many, it turns out, uh, actually just live paycheck to paycheck because they spend too much. They spend more than they earn. And one of the principles I would say to get out of debt and to stay away from this Right, one of the principles, I would say, is to live within your means. You know, if you're if you make X amount of money, you know, three thousand dollars a month or six thousand dollars a month, however much you make per month, whatever your figure is, you know, do not spend more than you earn. Learn to curb your appetite. Learn to um, reduce uh, your fun expenses. You know, those times to the mall or to, uh, you know, hanging out at the cinema or whatever you're going to do, those restaurant visits. Learn to reduce those and and focus on the most important things. So principle number one, again, is live within your means. Principle number two is prioritize your expenses. So whatever you're making, let's say if you're making, again, $3,000, you're going to prioritize your expenses. You'll start with the most important thing. And I am a a um, a Christian, and so I actually uh, believe in tithing, so giving ten percent, right? And 
it doesn't, you know, if you're not a Christian, that's okay. If you're just listening to this and you just want some tips, that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to push uh, my religion down people's throats again. But the whole idea is that maybe giving 10%, you know, 5%, whatever it is to charity, you know, because a cheerful heart is a giving heart. You know, when, when we give to other people, when we give, we get a, a sort of high, you know, we get a, a blissful feeling just knowing that we are helping out, that we are being beneficial or generous toward other people. And that uh, in turn can be a blessing to us. So again, uh, principle number one is live within your means. Let's unpack that a little bit. Uh, many people, uh, in fact, there are, let, let's say there are uh, a few types of people in, in the world that I've seen, right? Uh, four different groups of people. Number one are the people who actually have lots of money, okay? And they um, do not have any debt, okay? So these people do really well. But then you have a group of people that act like they have lots of money, show that they have lots of money, but in reality, in reality, they... They actually are swimming in credit card debt. Then you have the people who don't have any money at all uh, and, you know, don't have any debt, but they have no money, so they can't buy anything, really, and they're extremely poor. But then you also have the last group of people, which are the people who are frugal, who choose to live a minimalistic lifestyle, and yet they have lots of, they have lots of money. Um... I hope I'm getting that right. I could have been butchering that a little bit. And if so, I will look into that even more and research it. But I thought those were some interesting uh, ideas. Um, actually, I was talking to my brother-in-law about that because uh, coming from that experience in Sumatra, uh, sorry, I didn't even say the place before, one of the islands in Indonesia with my issue there, uh, just having such an experience made it so difficult for me. Uh, made it quite difficult for me to be able to, um, you know, get financially back on track. But the good news is, now that I've realized uh, what, what happened and how I can fix that, uh, so so now having a steady job as a teacher again, I, I move on, I've moved on, and I'm now able to save little bits here and there, um, yeah. Another thing that happened, one reason uh, I was not able to uh, create a podcast recently, one reason I think also is that I, my, my wife had a baby, so my son, my first son, and we've been taking care of him, um, doing the sleepless night thing, and uh, lots of things like that. He's such a beautiful boy, he's four months old now, um, nine kilos and so, yeah, it's uh, it's just a blessing to have him in our household. He's such a joy. Um, so, so back to our topic, yeah. You know, we um, the the idea that uh, people tell you, you know, it, the whole let, let's think about the concept, you know, living paycheck to paycheck again. Lots of people, when you tell them or you you tell them, hey, it, you know, the best thing how you can be financially secure, you know, is to be able to save up enough money. You know, maybe one salary's worth, three to six months worth. That's the ex estimated or the, the, the preferred amount, right? But I'm just going to be practical with you. Um, right now, I haven't even saved up that much. But I save up a little every month. And I'm also paying off debt at the same time. 
Um, so we'll talk about how to pay off debt as well. But I think the idea is consistency. So if it's going to take you 10 months and you know it's going to take you 10 months to pay off your debt, just pay a little bit every month. Now, for me, it's a different experience, a different uh, situation, because I don't have uh, interest. This is a, a loan from a friend, and so I'm able to pay that off at my own leisure. However, morally, uh, in a moral standpoint, I would say that it's important for me to pay that off every single month. You know, at least a specific amount every single month without fail, which is what I've been doing uh, for the past couple of months. And so I can say that I've already, uh, you know, gotten about um, maybe three, three, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, three, three points out of, let's say I have 10 points or or 10, let's say you have $10,000 in debt, right? And you've already paid off three thousand, or maybe take two or two point five thousand, or something. So that's you know what I've done. So I'm actually still at the beginning of paying off my debt, but it feels so good because I know at the end of the year I'll be done. And so just having that goal in mind, knowing that hey, you know I paid off my school loans, I've paid off certain things, and this is my last debt to take care of, that puts me ahead of the game uh, for many uh, with many people. Where many people are still swimming in debt, going through so many issues with credit cards and all these things, I am about eight months away uh, from being debt-free. And uh, I could probably do that if I didn't have as many expenses as I do now. I probably could uh, get out of debt much sooner, but that's not going to work, I don't think, at least at this stage. So again, principle number one is... Live, uh, don't live, I'm uh, sorry, live within your means. Live within your means. Okay. Principle number two, again, was prioritize your expenses. Again, uh, I start off with charity or with giving, right? And then I have to pay my house payment, actually, which is about one ninth of my salary, which is a good thing. Uh, then I have to pay off, uh, let's see, I have to kind of give a salary to my son because diapers are not cheap. <laughs> So, you know, with that being said, there are always expenses that you have to prioritize. And then you look at the end and you say, hey, you know, the subscription to Spotify or the, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe, uh, you know, eating this many times out at a restaurant, you know, is that absolutely necessary? For me, for Spotify, I have uh, just really accepted that as not really a necessary expense, but an expense that I'm willing to make and actually pay for like three three to six months in advance so I don't have to think about it every month because I do love my music, that's for sure. <laughs> so that being said, um, the concept of prioritization uh, is actually fantastic even for productivity. You know, I probably should be doing a productivity uh, podcast as well. So it sounds kind of like uh, I'm really... Uh, you know, I've disconnected thoughts and whatnot. I didn't want to, uh, you see, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning how to do a podcast and I'm not really good at it yet. I'm not like those fantastic podcasts that you know that have people working, you know, full time and whatnot. I'm a teacher full time and I have uh, extra private lessons and side jobs and whatnot that I do. But also I want to get a chance to, to speak with you guys. And I'm hoping that I sound, hopefully I, I, I'm starting to sound a little bit more uh, enthusiastic 
uh, than I did last time. <laughs> last time I was kind of tired um, and stressed out about a few things, going through some uh, burnout maybe. So now, um, back to prioritization. So do you? Uh, uh, one thing that I find interesting is that I'll prioritize things, right? And I'll easily figure out all the main expenses, but trying to keep a hold of the small expenses and know where, you know, how much I spent per day on, you know, I don't know, you know, a soda or a bagel or whatever it is per day that I spend are very simple uh, payments and whatnot and uh, transactions. If I don't use my debit card, then I'm not going to know entirely. So I do make a note of how much cash I've withdrawn. However, I still find that... Um, I never truly make it through a full month of budgeting. And this is one reason also why I feel like a hypocrite actually doing this series. Um, that being said, I just want to show you that, you know, I'm, I'm down to earth. Uh, I struggle just like everyone else does. But then at the end of the day, you got to get back up and get back on that budget. Because you need to know where, where your money's going, you know. So right now I do the zero-based budget with kind of an exception to the rule. So whatever money I have left over, I put in savings slash uh, emergency fund. And then that can be used for, you know, we have savings and emergency fund. So the savings can be used for um, purchases we didn't know that we would need throughout the month. So it's like uh, miscellaneous expenses, but we don't know how much that's going to be. And so the good news is that I have a side hustle, which allows me uh, a little bit, which gives me uh, kind of, I, I get paid or I, I, I receive income, you know, maybe uh, in the third week of the month or the second week or the first week. It really depends on when the students pay me uh, for, for the projects that I do with them. So that being said, again, back to prioritization. It's all about prioritization, you know. What do you truly feel are needs versus what are wants? What are needs and what are wants? Right? And so I'd actually like to read you a quote that I put on Twitter. Okay? I'll have to find it real quickly, so I'll talk while I find it. But um, this quote actually is about wants and needs. You know, if you think about it, wants and needs are truly different. And yet so many people don't know the difference between wants and needs. And I feel that's, that's really sad um, that we deal with so many problems based on the fact that we haven't determined what truly our needs are and what our wants you know, consist of. And so that's what I'd like to share with you right now. Uh, again, it's a quote about wants and needs. And I'm looking for it here, but I can't seem to find it yet. So I'm going to look back. Let me go ahead here. So again, wants and needs. I, I find it fascinating uh, to, to talk about wants and needs. You know, there, there are so many wants that I have. I, 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 you know, I also need it also, but I need a laptop for work or for other things, right? But yet I still don't, I still don't have one. And would I call that a need? Not an immediate need, right? I mean, I can still do without it, but I would still love to have it. 
but oftentimes I don't get a chance. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have enough money for it maybe at the time or something like that. And, and it just makes it uh, kind of difficult. It can be confusing, though. Now, our needs, of course, are things that we can't live without. And if and you need shelter, for example, a roof over your head, you're going to need, um, you know, you're going to need food on the table. You're going to need um, to take care of your baby or whatever you have to take care of, you know, expenses and certain things, right? You need to, t- need to pay off your debt and things like that. Now, it, I, I liken it to uh, the idea, yeah, that um, first, uh, for example, needs, okay, are like uh, rocks, okay, like big rocks, okay. And you put the big rocks in the jar first. Those are the most important things, and there are only a few big rocks. After that, you dump in all the pebbles, and those are like your wants or, you know, things that are like slash needs slash wants, but in a way... They're not truly fully wants, but there's something you need, but maybe not right now. And then I think you can put in the sand, okay, which are your wants, you know, just like, you know, and then you put in the water if you want, I guess you can put in water, water or sand, I guess. But the idea again is don't put the rock, don't, do not dump your needs on top because they'll be there, your big rocks and you're not going to fit them. There's no way. But the sand will slide through the cracks, or the water will go in between the pebbles. And that's how it is with, with your budget, with priori- prioritizing. You need to prioritize. There's no way around it. If you don't prioritize, even let's say your, your productivity or your, your tasks for the day, prioritize. What is the most important thing? What matters to you and your goals, right? So if you need to pay off your debts, then do that every month. Sacrifice what you need to. To make it happen so you can have, so you can see your, your goal in the future. What really matters to you. And priorities for everyone will be different. Priori- prioritizing is a personal thing. Uh, oftentimes I would prioritize something and my wife wouldn't agree with me. So I would have to discuss with her. We would have to sit down and we'd talk about it. And we'd see, you know, how can we, you know, what what can we do to, to how, how can we come to a compromise or how can we see this work? Okay. All right. I found the quote that I want to share with you. Uh, it reads this way. Want is a thing that unfurls unbidden like fungus, opening large upon itself, stopless, filling the sky. But needs from one day to the next are few enough to fit in a bucket with room enough left to rattle like brittle brush in a dry wind. That comes from Barbara Kingsolver. Again, this concept I think is amazing. That want is a thing that unfurls unbidden like fungus. It's everywhere. You know, you can't stop want. It's everywhere. You know, I want this, I want that. And then the moment you walk through the mall or you're, you know, browsing through the internet and you find things you want, you're never, it's never gonna be, you're never gonna be satisfied. Ever. It's stopless, filling the sky. But needs from one day to the next are few enough to fit in a bucket with room enough left to brattle, to, to rattle like brittle brush in a dry wind. You see? So, again, needs are, 
are, are only, uh, that we only have a few needs, right? A few basic needs that we, we must take care of and must make sure are fulfilled. And if we don't have those needs fulfilled, then yes, our life is incomplete. But the good news is, most of us can take care of our needs. However, taking care of our wants is another story, and that can be something we can do along the road. So, take care of your needs, stop living paycheck to paycheck, spend, you know, do your best to try to save up a little bit of money here and there, and pretty soon you will have that money available to you at your disposal for later, okay? So that's what I want to share with you. In the next one, we're going to take a look at part two of living paycheck to paycheck. Until until then, peace out and remember that budgets are truly worth it. Thank you. Bye-bye.